0: All right, well, Seth, thank you for joining the podcast. Glad to have you. Thank you for having me.
1: Hey, Seth, how's it going? I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. You guys catch any of the uh, Logan Paul fight this weekend? Yes,
2: I actually did. not I was on a visit. Okay. It was
1: Were you pretty with? Uh... Crazy. Yeah, it was terrible though. It was. <laughs> it, like was. The worst... <laughs> it was like the worst thing I I've heard. Ever I heard it
2: was
0: terrible. Yeah, because Dylan didn't. He only threw, like, nine punches the entire, uh, you know.
1: But, like, event. it sucked.
0: Was
2: it was like six months. It was six It rounds, was yeah.
0: so dumb.
1: People think, though, that, like, he was, like, he cared. Which I think is, like, the funny part. Like, Dylan went in there, like, he's, like, a jujitsu guy. He, like, went in there with the sole intentions of just not getting knocked out. <laughs> and it worked, obviously. Like, I don't know what the hell happened, but yeah, it was really funny. he was really playing funny. defense the whole time. It was frustrating. Yeah. No, he doesn't care.
2: So a went to decision.
1: No, he got no. disqualified because he like punched a security guard or something. <laughs> <laughs> but he like did you see Cameron? He like he's arguing the disqualification saying that Logan's security guards came in before the fight was over. So oh, Logan get... should have been the one that got disqualified or something. It's like so dumb. Can you imagine that happened after like Logan destroyed him all the whole match just like I don't even survived? I wouldn't call, even call that destroying. <laughs> I would just call it like a snooze fest. I mean, he made
2: so much money though.
0: So Seth, where were you visiting this weekend?
2: Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. That's cool. Where nice. is that? It's like, it's like an hour or like, it's like two hours upstate for me. I visited with Anthony Fedora. Stud. Joint visit. It was cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: And they have a men's program there.
0: It's relatively new. Yeah, they're first year this year. So. Oh, that's
2: sick. Okay. And there, yeah. you said they're D two, right? Yeah. How was the visit with Anthony? I mean, it was cool. Like, obviously, being Anthony on the same club team, so it was like cool to go with him. It's like a lot of, it's a lot of like European guys. So it's like Oh, cool, interesting. It's just like interesting. Really? Well, that's pretty sick. And if you and Anthony join, you guys are both
0: solid players, so you yeah. would probably get starting time right away. Yeah. What's,
2: no, it's that's really cool. cool. What so? What schools do they play? I think like relatively new schools. Because it's like the ECC. Mm. So it's like. I know they play Dominican. I didn't even know what that was before I visited, but apparently that's the school they play. And then, like, okay. they're, like, they play, like, I think they're playing, like, Damon. Um, like, they said, like, LIU. Just, like, Northeast schools.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, that's cool. So you play both Division One and Division Three schools. That's sick.
1: Yeah. So how does it – I wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, this, like, dream team quote unquote that's been thrown together with the ACAD 18s and kind of like your thoughts on everything so far like all the players you guys have on the team I guess just like your general thoughts
2: about like the team and like what your goals are I mean it all started because like after nationals me and Aiden were like we could get like a sick team together because we have so much pull because of like how good everyone is that was already on the team and so at JIVA we're like talking to uh, Reza, Nico, and Mike, and so Reza was like, "That sounds sick." So like Reza was like kind of Reza, Reza, and Nico were like the first people to be like, "That's sick," and then Mikey took a little bit longer, but I was his roommate, so the whole time I'm just like, you know, you gotta come to AK. you gotta come to AK. <laughs> and then he ended up accepting, which was sick.
0: And then you were like the driving force behind this. That's great. yeah, I mean, Go me on. and
2: kind of GM'd it. But then Julian, he was, like, pretty pretty excited to play. I remember, like, right after the season, he's like, yeah, like, I definitely want to come, which was cool. Oh, yeah. And then – I'm trying to think who else. Oh, and then Aaron Johnson. He took a while. That just happened recently, right? Yeah. No, it happened really recently. Because, <laughs> like, me and Aiden, we him every week, we're like, yo, what's, what's going on? Like, what are you doing? And then, <laughs> like, we <laughs> – and then he ended up accepting, which is cool, because I played with him sixteens year, and then he, like, left, and then I left. And then now he's, like, we're playing together again,
1: which is sick. Yeah, no, that's really – you guys are going to be, like, insane this year. But yeah. so what are you – what would you say is, like, as a team or even personally – I guess we'll go, like, both sides of it. First, you could answer, like, what are your personal goals for, like, you this year playing with that team? And then as a team, like what's your main goal, you know, like I guess like for you guys, like how far do you guys want to go? Do you guys want to be like the top team ever from Long Island? Like what's kind of the goal for you guys?
2: Yeah, I mean, for like personal goals, like I just want to get like as good as I can because I mean this team has like so much talent. So like as a setter, like I have so many options. It's going to be good for like my decision making and like I can run so much quicker tempos and like stuff like that. But then yeah, for, like, for, like, team goals, I want to win a couple of tournaments. It's kind of the – and we're going to SoCal. So, I mean, top five of in SoCal would be pretty sick.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, like, for Nationals and, like, that SoCal tournament, obviously like those are going to be the two biggest tournaments for you guys this year. Um, not, like, downplaying the yeah. other ones. But, obviously, when you go to California and play against those teams, it's, like, a different caliber. Um, yeah realistic expectations for like that tournament and nationals, where
2: could you see you guys placing? Everyone stays healthy and like, you know, teams progress as I think it would. I think SoCal, we're still gonna be like a little fresh. Like we're only because like, we have to take off for school and every team's like playing together up until now. Up until SoCal. So I mean we're like three months in. I'd say like top seven at SoCal, I think we do. That'd be insane. Yeah. And then for Nationals, I mean, it's tough. It's tough. I'd say, realistically, like, I would very much expect us to be in that top 10, top 15. Okay. I feel if like not. those
1: are fair expectations.
2: Because, I mean, last year, like, we came second without Alex.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> true. So. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Mike, do you feel like this is one of the better club teams that you've seen? Uh, I think that... I mean, from like what I've since I've been around, I guess, like the volleyball scene since I guess like the club scene, at least since 2012, 2013 on paper, they're probably like the best team. I would say the only other team I could really think of was the L.I.V.B.C. 17s in 20. (laughs) This is going to I'm so old in 10 years ago, 2013. It was, like, Nick Laffin and Calvin Manchenko on the outside. Gary Anderson was the setter. Uh, John Eckel and Sean Labriola were in the middle. Their libero was Josh Eisenberg. That's the only other team that I could really think of. That would. I think, yeah, exactly. They had, like, Ryan McDonough coming off the bench or, like, playing right side for them. Like, it was just crazy, you know. But that was a really, really good okay. team. Was, um, but I think, like, it's been 10 years since we've had a team like that. <laughs> wow. That's crazy.
2: Was that Lib? Like, what was his name? Eisenhower? Josh Eisenberg, he was from Long Beach, I believe. Oh, I was, yeah. yeah. wasn't he like one of like the best libs in the country at that time? Uh,
1: yeah. He was like top. F- he won.
0: Um, he was first team all American two years in a row. I think he might have won some type of like libero Award. He was. He was sick though. He's still really he still.
1: He said a story when we had him on the podcast of like the Penn State coach coming up to him afterwards. And saying to him, like, where are you playing professionally when you graduate? And Josh basically was like, I've never even thought about playing professionally. And the Penn State coach said, reach out to me when you're ready to, like, think about this. Because I'll help you find a team overseas. Like, that's how good Josh was at Libero. So, like, it's going to be interesting to see, like, what happens with, like, Trey, I guess. Because, like, those are the only two, really, like, who you could even compare. Like, they're the two best Liberos ever to come off the island. So it'll be really, really interesting. Do you feel any pressure, Seth? You're like the the leader of the team.
0: With uh, ACAD or with... So do you feel any pressure going into the season for ACAD? Yeah. Um,
2: I mean, I've played with almost every one of the guys. Or how do you deal with the pressure? So like, I'm pretty comfortable. And like, I'm like more excited. And like our coach, like last year, like Christian Smith had like this whole like, it was kind of like our mantra, I guess. It was like pressure is a privilege. That's great. And so, like, I don't know, through that, like, it's been, like, it's, like, kind of hard to, like, think of pressure as, like, scary. Shout-out Christian Smith.
0: Yeah, it must have been pretty cool Shout learning Christian from Smith. Christian because he was one of the
1: best setters off Long Island. Just with, like, everything he told
2: me. Like, I'm so grateful.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it would be so funny, like, watching him practice with you guys sometimes, too, last year. <laughs> like, we'd be on the court next to yeah. you guys, and I'd watch over, and he'd be setting, and it's like he could probably block every ball if he wanted to, but like, he'd let a few get by him just like to see what the defense did, you yeah. know, or like he'd set a ball, like absolute perfect ball. And like one of the hitters, like wouldn't even jump to hit it. And he'd be like, oh, my bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you know, it was just so funny <laughs> watching him play. All right. So moving off the cat stuff or club volleyball stuff, talk a little bit about this season. You guys are obviously having a very good year so far. And, I would say it's, like, you know, I don't think this comes as a surprise to anyone, but it's, like, you guys and ESM most likely. Um, Do you guys play them regular season? Nope.
0: Second year in a row. I actually wanted to bring that up. I don't understand why you guys don't
2: play each other. (laughs) It's just the way, like, I was talking to Tuttle about this because I'm, like, how two years in a row do we not get to play, like, the biggest competition in our division? Yeah. But... So I guess the way power power rankings work is, like, one plays, like, one through 12. And then, like, since I think we were, like, the 11th seed going into it, we play, like, the top five and, like, the bottom five. And, like, every other. And then ESM just didn't fit in that, I guess. Well, that stinks. That's how and it was explained. we need to change it because yeah. we need to see
1: West Hampton versus ESM more. Yes. You guys have played each other in two tournaments so far, right? And you're one and one against each other. No, we played in
2: one tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. We played, yeah, in this
1: tournament. Okay, yeah. So which one did you guys win, and which
2: one did they win? We won our like the tournament we hosted, and that was a crazy game. Like all of us just popped off. Like I mean, especially Casey. Casey was huge in that. Interesting. And then, yeah. And then the Smithtown West, we um, because, I mean, at ours, we beat them in two.
0: Hmm.
2: Wow. So it was like, yeah. And it was like 25, 20, 25, like 17. Wow. No, that's incredible. And then um, at, uh, at, um, at Smithtown West, we like, you know, Alec, our outside. He was like a little under the weather and we we're the last game of pool play. So he didn't play at all. And then he got, like, thrown into the game. Hmm. And, like, you don't have warm-ups after the first game. (laughs) Yeah. So it was kind of like he was a little off. And then we actually had one of our JV players. We had two of our JV players playing. Or no, one. And, like, he blocked Aiden. It was sick. Is that? One-hand Kong block. Is that kid,
1: like, is he a setter, I think, on JV? What's his name?
2: Yeah. Cameron Giordano, I think.
1: Okay, because he came to ACAD tryouts, and I was, like, so impressed with him. Like, he came for the 16s, and immediately, like, all the coaches just went, okay, no, like, can you stay for the 17s? Because he was, like, that good. So it's incredible that, like, West Hampton's going to go from you and Casey to now, like, this kid, you know? Do you, like – work with him or anything like that like how did this kid just come from seemingly nowhere it feels like
2: i mean i feel like volleyball like at our school like it's not like a big sport but with the guys who play it like we're always playing like we're always doing grass or beach so like everyone just gets so many reps and like he played like a lot of beach and i think that's where he got like most of like his blocking reps because he's blocking in the sand and he's getting blocks now he goes to indoor and he's getting like higher and it's like easier to block so but yeah he like I think he just like did most of that on his own. I don't really work with him. He was just kind of like that. Hmm. So just built different. Yeah. All right. So I'm just looking at your guys'
1: most recent games. Obviously, I'm gonna bring up the one from the 12th. It looks like the West Islip game. Okay, so that was a tough loss. You guys are what like 10 and two on the year, like nine and two or something, right? Ten and two. Yeah. Ten and two. Okay, so the West Islip game. What what happened there? Was anyone was the Casey back for that game? You said, or was he hurt? No, nah.
2: oh, he was hurt. Right. Okay, gotcha. So I mean, we always play all like I'm not trying to make excuses, mm-hmm. but like no, of course. Just so we we play first for all of our games, and then suddenly we play West Ice Up and we're playing at like seven. I was like, oof. It's like it was just like different, and then. So I'm like, we're like, we're like all pretty fired up in ups, Like everyone's like feeling it. And then they just start digging every single ball. And it was like ridiculous. Like I, they're like, I was not expecting that from their defense, especially because they were missing Sean. Really? And the kid in- was just eating up both of our outsides. And I was so surprised. Like I just did not expect that because I watched film on them. And I don't know. I just like. Their outsides balled out because Sean wasn't there. I mean, they hit really well, and they played really good defense.
1: Yeah, they're definitely, like, an awkward team to go against, I feel, because, like, obviously Sean can put a ball away. Sheamus can put a ball away. But the, even their outsides are, like, sneaky good for, like, no one really, like, not necessarily, like, respecting them, but, like, they're not necessarily like as respected yeah. as, like, Sheamus and Sean are. You know what I mean? But it's like those two guys can like put a ball away. Like we, me and Cameron, we went to the um, yeah. West Islip-Sachem North game. And honestly, like I was like, yeah, like Seamus is going to go get his. Sean's going to get his. But like these two kids impressed me so much. Even their right side.
2: Yeah.
1: Like he was swinging See? around the block. Yeah, he was swinging around the block. He was blocking like Sam and Jake. Like he was really good. And he was like yeah. their libero last year. Like I feel like West yeah, Islip. No, he's legit. Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like West Islip this year is like surprising a lot of people, you know, but yeah, besides you guys in ESM, who would you say in league two right now is like the biggest threat to you? One of you, like to upset one of you guys.
2: Um, so I think like it comes down to either Bayport or hot I would say like out of the two teams that would do it. And I, I'd have to give Hopog the edge just because they're pretty scrappy and they like, their middles are good. Like I was not expecting that we played them. Like their middles were putting balls like like ten foot long. Wow.
0: Yeah, I actually just posted a highlight of Michael Oliveto. And he was crazy good. They
2: they took a set off us. Oh. We didn't have Al, but they still took a set off us. So it was like And do you pay attention
1: to the Nassau scene, scene at all right now?
2: Um, a little bit.
1: Yeah. Who are you guys like? not yeah. expecting to play if you made it to the lic but like who do you think your biggest competition is over there
2: in that side of things i need like a little a little clarification on who's d1 d2 because is true. calhoun d1 or d2 calhoun's d2
1: or they have d2. been previously so i'm assuming they still it's usually like calhoun long beach is usually pretty good
0: so this year for d2 the best schools are jericho is the number one yeah, yes. they're awesome I've seen two of their yeah. games. Great Neck North actually beat Jericho. There's not they're not as good as Jericho, but they're still good. Um, those are like the two main teams. Wait, Jericho but good. Jericho looks. Why good. do you
1: think they're not as? Why do you think they're not as good as Jericho if they beat Jericho? So great, just because I talked to Matt Mico. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, Great Neck beat Jericho, and I mean Jericho is really good. They went to five. the Syosset. Uh, but oh, they really? obviously lost to Great Neck.
1: That would be a fun one to watch then. I feel like the past couple yeah, of years, like Nassau, it's always like usually Massapequa from league one, you know, every now and then you used to get like, now it's like, obviously as like the contender, but you used to always get like, used to be like yeah. plain view, old Beth page or like port Washington. And league two was always like long beach <laughs> for like the longest time I feel. So it's good that like, it's kind of changing up over there. And I feel like Suffolk every year is just anyone's year since like the, State from North Smithon West dynasties, basically. It was like them every year, basically. Yeah. So, Seth, big uh Houston Texans fan.
0: Big Houston Texans fan. It's a little rough. Really? So why'd you pick the Texans?
2: Played a lot of Madden when I was younger. <laughs> and I really like red and blue. And okay. I just stuck with it. Yeah. So a rough. Mike's
0: a big Steelers fan. Yeah. And you guys smack the Steelers. Smack them.
1: I can't, can't say no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it definitely happened. Um, I don't even know if we played again. I can't even say it would be different. So (laughs) I can't really, I have nothing, uh, nothing to say. CJ Stroud is like the real deal. Said it before the draft. He's the best quarterback. He's the best quarterback. He should have been drafted first, but Panthers thought otherwise, but I'm sure you're
2: happy you have him. Yeah. I mean, we gave them the first pick too. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Because we had the first pick lined up, and then for the last play of the season, they threw out Mary to win it and get the number two pick. Like, I've just never seen anything like that. No, I know. That was
1: insane. But you guys have the quarterback for your future, so that's pretty cool now.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's great. I feel like I've seen a lot of reports that CJ Stroud is already a top ten quarterback in the league. I've never watched the Texans, like, this season, but um, apparently he's a real deal.
2: Yeah, he had um, the most pass attempts ever. To start a career without an interception. Yeah. Did he really? Wow. And then he got
0: an interception this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. It was bound to happen. I feel like Texans have gone through so many quarterbacks over the years, it's nice to have just one set quarterback.
2: It's
1: like we thought Deshaun Watson would be the guy, and then, you know. And then, you know, he did some bad things. Yeah. (laughs) We are not a Deshaun Watson podcast. No, we are not. We are a CJ Stroud podcast, though. Love that guy. Yes. Yes, so J.
2: <laughs> is football like your favorite sport to watch besides volleyball? Out of the ones I watch the most, yeah. But me and Mikey were at Jiva, and we had like two hours of downtime, so we're just like chilling in the room, and then we're just like flipping through channels on the TV because like we didn't really do anything because we were tired, and we found water polo most <laughs> exciting thing to watch. It was a crazy game. <laughs> it is pretty cool, honestly. And me and Mikey- i yeah, like, the edges of the bed, like,
1: so <laughs> captivated by it. Would you ever try, like, water polo if there's, like, a club
2: team in college or something? I mean, we, we like, played at team dinners, actually. <laughs> like, one of the kids has a pool, and he has, like, a net, and we'll, like, play water polo. It's so fun.
1: Okay. Maybe uh, you and yeah. Fedor have to go to St. Thomas Aquinas together and uh, start up, like, a water polo club. Lead, lead the way. I'd be down. Yeah. So what
0: colleges are you looking at besides obviously that one?
2: Um I mean mainly them, but like I mean I'm like emailing schools. i mm-hmm. I'm still trying to find like it's like tough as like a smaller setter. Yes it is. It's brutal. Yeah. I know I boy I had to go through the same
1: thing. Like obviously I was a setter in high school. Um And then once I got to college became well for me you jump higher than i do obviously so you'll have a better shot at it but uh i basically switched like my freshman year i still set a little bit but like also played ds and libero a little bit and then basically like, once i got to st joe's it was like full-time libero but i think you definitely have a better shot at setting than i did i think you a run away better offense than i ever could have especially at your age um and you jump much higher probably still like even in my prime you probably jump higher now <laughs> thank you no problem so what can you tell like for these younger kids I guess coming up right now what do you think is the most important part about being a setter and how do you run a successful offense oof loaded question
2: Jeez. Um, sorry <laughs> you could go like it definitely helps like I like with Acon West Hampton like I'm really lucky and, like, I try not to forget that. Like, with, like, the personnel I've had to set, like, a lot of people, like, like they'll go from, like, club to high school. And, like, the personnel will be, like, like, you know, like, noticeably different. And not that, like, Aiden and Kyle are, like, bad. But, like, Will, uh, both of our outsides, like, they do a tremendous job.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, like, they're really versatile. And both of them hit really well. So, mm-hmm. I mean, helps when you have that. So, the most important part about being... A good setter is
1: to a have really good outside good... hitters. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I'm just messing.
1: So what's like,
2: so then what do you think? I was just going to say like tempo. Because like, especially like, I mean, obviously depends on who you have. But like, especially like once you get like into tempo quicker, like me and Nico like started running it at like 16s. And it's just like super effective. Because it's just like, that's what makes an it offense It's the tempo. Because mm-hmm. if, if the runs are high, there's always going to be a block. Right. No, I remember when your sixteens year when
1: you were on L A V C with Nico and Max and those guys, and I think Aaron was on the team too, right? Um, but I remember yeah. you playing against them, and that was like like on paper that ACAD team sixteens year was better than you guys. You know what I mean? But yeah. the tempo you guys had, I think you guys split with them that year, right? So like clearly like that was kind of the difference maker, at least from my opinion in that matchup is like, you were able just to yeah. run such a quick tempo at Nico, even the middles and stuff like that. So I think you're completely right about that. It's like the younger kids right now really just need to start like focusing on their tempos and stuff like that. Cause right now, especially mm-hmm. like the JV level, you just see these like high, high, not even yeah. four balls. They're like eight balls to the outside half the time, like hitting the ceiling. Yeah. So I think if they start working on their tempo, like at this younger age, like you said, like it'll help them a lot in the future. Cameron, do you have mm-hmm. your uh, rapid-fire questions now for Seth? Or <laughs> got some rapid-fire questions for you, Seth? Are you
0: ready?
2: Oh, okay. What superpower would you pick and why? Um, super speed because you can kind of do anything. That is
0: very true. Last thing you watched on Netflix.
2: Can I check? Yeah, like
1: yeah, I don't I actually don't know it. if I'm head. No, yeah, go yeah. for it. Like, I don't even know my re- most recent one. I think I watched I don't have Netflix I think anymore. I watched the movie but yeah. I fell asleep. If anyone does have Netflix, you should watch Ooh. Dune. It's a pretty good movie.
0: I got kicked off my girlfriend's account because I'm in a different location. So yeah. Netflix doesn't let you share accounts anymore. It's oh. The worst. Yeah. It was uh, it was Suits. Oh, okay. Oh, I
2: like Suits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay, next one. Favorite Marvel character.
2: Uh Captain America.
0: Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings?
2: Lord of the Rings. I wasn't allowed Thank to watch Harry you. Potter growing up. Lord of the Rings is Lord so much rings. better. Was the best.
0: Best trilogy of all time. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay, next one. Chipotle or Moe's? Chipotle. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. feel
2: like Moe's doesn't even compete.
1: What? Moe's has a stack. Have you ever I've had a stack from Moe's? Have you ever had a stack, though? I haven't.
2: What's a Game stack? Game changer.
1: So, do you know, like, if you go to Taco Bell, do you know, like, a Crunchwrap Supreme? Yeah. It's, like, that, but, like, real stuff, like, real ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> like, real food. <laughs> yeah, like, real food, kind of. Not, Taco Bell's still amazing and everything, but you got to get a stack from those. Trust me, game changer. It puts it over Chipotle? 100%. Oh, if I'm going to get a burrito, I'd rather Chipotle. Cameron's also a vegetarian, so Chipotle's way better for vegetarians. I see oh, that's the reason why I yeah.
0: teach
2: chipotle.
0: Yeah. Versatile. <laughs> Next one. Favorite Billy Joel song.
2: Oof uh <laughs> oh, That's a good one. Yeah. It's Billy Joel.
0: LeBron or Jordan? Jordan. <laughs> Wait, Mike, who do you have in this debate actually? Kobe. <laughs> no. Oh.
1: Kobe's my goat. Oh. Kobe's my goat. But I'm giving you two options, Jordan or LeBron. That's just so relevant to me cuz Kobe's better than both, but um <laughs> LeBron, I'd probably give the slight edge to like longevity purposes. Thank you. Like slight edge, it's close. Obviously. Yeah, no it is, obviously.
0: Last one. Favorite
2: Halloween candy. Um I actually was like never allowed like to celebrate Halloween as a kid, (laughs) but (laughs) then just favorite candy in general. I guess, yeah. Uh, I guess Reese's Cups. Okay,
1: it's a solid choice. What about your most underrated candy that like maybe isn't everyone's first choice, but it's still really good? Three Musketeers. Okay. Okay, it's a good choice. There you go. Cool. Well, that's all I got for you. Anything else from you, Mike? No, yeah, no. I appreciate you coming on and you know informing the youth and everything like that and talking a little bit about your season, about the future and everything like that. So I really appreciate you coming on. I feel like it's been a long time coming. You. Yeah. Yeah,
0: thanks for coming on. Good luck um, this week. You have Cinema Riches and uh, Smithtown East, right? Smithtown West, actually? Yeah, Smithtown West. Uh, cool. Well, good luck. And uh, yeah, Thank thanks you. for coming on.